0: Oh, we're on! Um, hello and welcome to uh, the Science Fiction Double Feature podcast. Uh, Science Fiction Double Feature does Disco Fever. Um, it's it's the latest in our series, uh, our <laughs> now fortnightly series, uh, talking about uh, Star Trek Discovery, um, which we are watching on Netflix because we don't have, we don't live in America which is nice because we don't have to pay for CBS All Access. Um, So we're going to talk about the last two episodes, which were Leth and uh, Magic to Make the Sanest Men Go Mad. Uh, This is my co-host, Terry, who I'm told has notes. Say hello, Terry.
1: Hello, Terry. I do have notes. I usually rock up without them, and I I always forget half of what I want to say and who the characters are. So I have notes this time.
0: I never have notes, and it's, you know, marginal. Best in terms of results, so all right. Um, I I liked both of these episodes myself. Did you Did you like them?
1: Yeah. Um, yes. It's. Yeah. I was a little bit upset in the first one. Um, in
0: uh, in less. What What were you upset about? What?
1: Is it the first one or the second one?
0: So the My first one. While you're looking at that, I'll tell I'll tell people what kind of happened in, in the episodes.
1: Yeah, remind me. Oh, no, it's the second one. Sorry.
0: Okay. Not, well, it, okay. It so in Leth, uh, Sarek, played by James Frayne, who is Spock's mm. dad, and Burnham's sort of... What's the opposite of a ward? Burnham is his ward, so she, he's his care. he's her carer, I guess? I guess that's how you'd say it. Um, uh, he gets captured. Um, No, he gets marooned in a space disaster caused by some space terrorists and Burnham has to go and rescue him. So we get a whole bunch of backstory uh, about them. Um, That's all really solid. Uh, We also get a sort of wacky side plot about uh, Captain Lorca and his boss slash therapist slash lover, Admiral Cornwall. um, Which is all very interesting, um, except for all those things I just said. Boss slash lover slash therapist. Not, not a good combination. Um, and it's generally tight. And then uh, in uh, Magic to Make the Sanest Man Go Mad, um, Rain Wilson comes back as Harry Mudd, um, which is a big surprise for me. I didn't think he'd be very good, but then he is. And we get a very, very tight time loop Groundhog Day episode um, with a party, um, which is a tremendous one. Uh, yes, we fortuitously named this uh, podcast Disco Fever, not expecting that they would be wearing T-shirts that say Disco and then actually having a Disco. So that's gone yeah. really well for us. Um, so that's gone quite well. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, I thought Magic to Make the Sanest Man Go Mad. I thought that was really, really tight. Is that the what? This Actually, no, let's talk about Leth first. Um, let's yeah, let's talk
1: about episode six. Leth? Um, Leth? I
0: don't know. Sure. What what what's what's that wind like leak for you?
1: Well, it, it 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 was a good episode. Um, you get to see like the the start of the bond of the crew coming together that we were been complaining that we've been missing. I think you get to see the start of that with Burnham and Tilly here, and then as they're chatting to the new security guy, um, Lieutenant Tyler. Um, so you can kind of see that starting all come together, which I really liked. Um, Lorca's still a jerk but in a cool way I like him, I like him, he's a jerk but he's like house he's a jerk but he's good, he can get get, results that's right, he does what he has to do Um, so yeah, I like the the crew thing, they're actually finally coming together as a crew Um, so that was pretty good the Vulcan Extremist I really like that, I'd like to see a bit well, I don't know if they were going to show too much more of that, um, but that was interesting. I like how there was this these purebred Vulcans who don't want to be like messing with other lower beings like humans. Oh, don't mix our blood, man. Don't mix our blood. Um, so I like seeing that. It was because I, I don't know. For me, who's had a limited amount of Star Trekiness, Vulcans seem very. Um, like a very perfect race the very um understanding and accepting of everyone and i like seeing that there there was this side of it where that there are is the extremists and discrimination and that so they're not they're not on high for me anymore which is good Mm, what else oh walker walkers he said something really cool when they were about to go off into the nebula um he said something to lieutenant tyler the new security guy he's like bring her back in one piece i will so not a scratch on her and he's like not her not the ship burn him. so i'd like to see what he's got plans for her he's cooking up something
0: uh, yes he must he must have a scheme
1: he's cooking up something um so yeah i'm just really interested in seeing that and I think it was pretty predictable that he was going to try and get his lover killed. <laughs>
0: it's, it didn't go as I, as I expected entirely. I thought he I was going to shoot her. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sort of, I definitely agree that in those last two episodes, we've definitely seen sort of the gang come together. Sort of, we're getting a core of Tilly and. I don't know, I'm going to use. Just dropped my microphone, caused a massive bang. It's very professional here at Science Fiction Double Feature. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to use characters' first names. We're sort of seeing a core of friends of Sylvia and Michael and Ash um, coming together, which is really, really fun. I, I, and they sort of, yes, they go on a cool space adventure. Um, it's interesting, it's this. Series, I mean, even though, yes, it's a prequel, I mean, it's had very, and apart from the presence of Sarek, uh, we've had very little to sort of tie it um, to the rest of Star Trek too much. Um, Now we're kind of, this episode, we kind of see a lot more. We see much more context of Spock, who we've seen previously, um, quite notably, Um, and yeah it sort of ties in and resonates although i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing because it's tying into it's not tying into the grand history of star trek and it's not kind of meta or about star trek it's about a specific character um still still works as an episode still works dramatically but it's i'm not still not sure that necessarily justifies uh discovery as a prequel not that critical um yeah, I, but yes, they're all super best friends, which is fantastic. I kind of feel I've had this fixation with Tilly, who has been a character I have really wanted to like, um, which you may have noticed in the last couple of podcasts. And I feel here, she's a completely different character. Um, yeah, these last two episodes, she seems completely different. I, I like, her. I, this we've sort of got past the, well, The show generally does seem to have issues with explaining people's feelings but we've kind of got through most of that the worst of that i think at the moment um but yeah it's good to see everybody coming together and being super best friends i'm not quite sure how i feel about Lorca at the moment simply because he's too obviously villainous and i want i want something a bit more complex than that i mean it does there's no real he's so obviously a villain of some sort, that there's no real tension in that. I mean, it's just, we're, it'll be fun to see how it plays out. Um, it'll be interesting to see who does what when something, something inevitably happens that has to be resolved. Um, but it doesn't feel that particularly tense uh, around Lorca himself. He's quite clearly a bad man um, that everyone should run away from. But we'll have to see how that happens. But not necessarily why it happens, Um, yeah, but generally, yeah, I think it was a very, very strong episode. I'm liking Ash Tyler. Um, He's a very, very likeable young man, Um, which is good. Uh, (laughs) It was was a good, it was a good episode, And and then in the next one, they went to a party. Oh my God, that's so exciting. I really liked, I really liked the party. And I thought, yeah, uh, Magic to make the Sanish Men Go Mad has been, I think, the first really, really good Discovery episode. It's sort of, as Terry said, as sort of the characters are hitting their stride. Um, critically for me as well, Saru, who is also one of my favorites, um, is le- was a bit less hostile towards Burnham. I want those two to sort of move past their, you know, quite legitimate personal issues and just become super best friends again, I want him to be in the, co- the core club of super great characters that I really like seeing hanging out together. Um, Harry Mudd had an Andorian space helmet and he was horrible and vicious, which I thought was great. Um, it was just really taught. What, what did you think of Magic to Make the Sanest Man Go Mad? I, I'm loving these titles as well, they're really fun to say.
1: Oh yeah, they're good titles. Um, I was a little bit disappointed. How so? <laughs> Um, but, but it did come good. It did come good in the end uh, because it started off so fun. They're partying and Rapids getting high off these magic mushroom spores that he's flying through. Um, he's he maybe not getting high, but he's definitely changing. He's loosening up a hell of a lot. And I'm yeah, going he, never, he is yeah. so getting high off these mushroom spores. He's getting those magic mushrooms. Um, he doesn't have
0: the magic mushrooms. He got his DNA changed.
1: I know, but it's because of the spores. Um, okay. um, yeah, and then they find this giant space whale and they've got to rescue it and take it to like a sanctuary. I thought, this is cool. I want to see this episode. Let's take a break from the war and all the action and let's just have a nice episode where they've got to relocate this whale and there's a problem on the whale or something. But no, and then we got more action. Oh, I was so disappointed when the guy came out the mouth. I don't know if he did come out the mouth, but I can't remember. Came um, out the butt. No. I don't know
0: how space mm. whales work. I did like that there was a space whale. should have always been space yeah. whales.
1: So, yes, I was a little bit disappointed that uh, more action. Oh, wait, it's a Groundhog Day thing. Uh, oh, but it actually came pretty fresh, and I really enjoyed it um, once we got into it. Um, I didn't think I was going to because everybody does a Groundhog Day thing and it's o- way overdone. Uh, but I think they found a nice way to keep it fresh and I think a lot of that had to do with, with um, what's his face, Rapid? What's his name? What's his first name? Do
0: you mean the, Stamets, the, Anthony Ramon? Yeah, Stamets. Yeah, that's uh,
1: <laughs> that guy. Well I'm saying his real name. That's because I'm um, cool. Um, okay
0: uh i forget his first name jerry no that is not right yeah again he's another character who's for reasons explained in the show has been completely changed um i quite like i quite like him at the moment
1: he reminds me of um alan tudyk uh
0: i guess that's true that's fair especially in this episode Yeah, I guess, yeah, it is, I guess, very much so in this. Um, He's kind of, he's loosened up and he's running around frantically, which seems like the sort of thing that Alan Tudor would do.
1: Hmm. And his eyes are like a shark's. It could be because he's just very white everywhere else, but his eyes are so black.
0: His his eyes are so black. I don't think he's actually that blonde in real life, looking at his um, Twitter Photo image, whatever that's called, Twitter icon um, profile. I don't think he's actually this blonde, uh, but yes, Stamets is the blondest man in the world.
1: Mm. So, yeah, they're my thoughts. I like how it wasn't all, all about being nasty, nasty Lorca and stuff. Um, it was a good, fun episode, which I think yeah, we did need.
0: is barely in it, um, which is yeah. fantastic. I love how uncompromising they are about Harry Mudd, who is. Harry is this character that was in the original series um, for two episodes, um, one of which is hilarious, um, and the other has way, really odd gender politics that I've never quite figured out and really don't want to touch. Um, yeah, he is vicious here, and he is uncompromising, and he is not a funny person. He's like the horrible... the, um, the purely horrible human that... Uh, The original Harry Mudd most likely was he just wasn't shown that way um and I think this is a fantastic way to do it to not kind of riff on those tired old 60s jokes but to say okay this is a bad person who did bad things and we're going to show that I think that's fantastic
1: yeah um I haven't seen him in the original series
0: he has an earring it's great and he has a hat I think he has an Mm. earring
1: he might get them know. later. I don't he think he had anything.
0: If we're going to follow up with um, Stuart, Stuart the Bug, who has parted ways with Harry Mudd. Oh, no, know his backstory, I think. Ooh. I think that would be exciting.
1: Maybe he goes to Earth and then the guys from Men in Black um, exterminate him. <laughs> it's, it's is he that guy from the first... Is he the guy from the first um, Men in Black episode? <laughs>
0: most unsatisfying fan fiction I've ever heard.
1: Either that or like get him in, um, Starship Troopers. So thank you. Oh, maybe,
0: maybe, um, yes. So I guess, do, 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 what else do we have to say on this? I, yeah. I think it's tight at the moment. I agree that it very, it, it's very, it's, a very action-oriented take on Star Trek, which it it kind of has to be. Um, that's okay, given that it's an ongoing series about a war. Um, it'll be interesting to see, yeah, how far they stray from that. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's good. I think it's good so far. And I think this, which is, it's interesting that magic to make the sanest man go mad is basically a, it's basically a standalone episode. It, it follows on from, I think it was. Uh, Choose Your Pain. It follows on from stuff in Choose Your Pain, but you can kind of watch it independently. Um, and it's kind of... as just a solid episode of Discovery, which I think is good. I think it's fantastic that they're doing sort of standalone ish episodes while still having an overall arc, although on the other hand, it's kind of odd that no one seems to care about that Admiral who's in Klingon prison, but anyway, I'm sure we'll come back to her. Um, <laughs> War, the Klingon War. No one seemed that upset about it. And never mind. It was a good. It was a good episode. It's a good episode of Star Trek.
1: That's kind of what I liked about it. We got away <laughs> from. It wasn't as dark as the previous six episodes.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to remember um, anything. You can just enjoy it as it yeah. is.
1: Episode uh, of the week.
0: It is. It's this week on Star Trek Discovery. Mud goes back and forth in time and burnham learns a special lesson about love (laughs) and we sort of we had yeah people's feelings were explained okay that's okay it wasn't too bad this time because there was still there was a space disco which was wonderful and there should be more space discos in star trek and i don't know why there's so few anyway
1: do you think we should get shirts that say disco on them
0: Yes, I wanna see if I can get a shirt that says disco. Um, people have been making jokes that you know, do the other space the they shirts that just say enter on the enterprise? Enter. <laughs> is it, does Deep Space Nine have a shirt that just says deep? Uh,
1: <laughs> and what if those two guys got together? I don't know.
0: <laughs> deep enter deep and then
1: enter deep.
0: Just in a shirt that says Voyag. <laughs> at all
1: anyway. all, right. all right i think that that's good, um
0: else? star trek it's good i'm looking forward to the next episode which has some latin title that i don't know how to say
1: i, I i'm gonna give it a go see si this pacum, pacum parabellum
0: is it see si this parabellum para yeah it'll do um We'll have to find out what that's about, um, whether there's more discos or space admirals or any such things.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking they'll probably, well, it actually mentions the Klingons in the little spiel. So I think we're back to dark action, okay. Star Trek.
0: Dark action. All right, we'll have to find out what's going on with that. Maybe we'll find out what happened to that vogue guy. Is he, is he, what, he went off to meet some space witches to learn about the Force or something and we haven't heard since. Find out. Yeah.
1: He's still on the Giorgio waiting.
0: <sighs> he's just hanging out there, probably. Yes. Oh
1: wait, no, that, that was the captain, wasn't it? The Shenzu. Uh,
0: yeah, the Shenzu, not the Giorgio. Mm. Yeah.
1: The Giorgio is captain. <laughs>
0: yes. Maybe he's hanging out. I mean they ate her, so maybe he's still okay. Anyway. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Um what, else, what do I say here? Oh, yeah. If you want to read uh, our reviews and such like, you can find it on the main blog, which is sfdfmoviereviews.tumblr.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Review singular, because we ran out of letters. Um, if you just want to listen to the podcast, you can find us at soundcloud.com sfdf or wherever good SoundClouds are found. Uh, we're also on iTunes. Just search sfdf. We're also on YouTube. Just search sfdf. Um, if you want to email us, you can get to us in space, no one can eat ice cream at gmail.com. Um, and if you want links to all these things, because I've said them too quickly, they're all down the right side of the main blog, along with a whole bunch of other good stuff, which again is sfdfmoviereviews.tumblr.com. All right, that's about it for us for about 10 minutes, because we're going to go talk about Thor Ragnarok. Um, so say goodbye, Terry.
1: Goodbye, Terry.
0: Okay, bye.